the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is the feast day of St. Joseph in the Chaldean Church, and so happy feast day to our family. Let's just give Joseph, St. Joseph, a little round. And uh, happy feast day to you all. We love you so much, and uh, it's a beautiful day for us. And Joseph has a lot of names, and one of my favorite names is uh, St. Joseph, the most chaste spouse. Joseph took Mary into his home as, his, as um, his wife, and tradition teaches us that Joseph was chaste and also celibate. And in this homily, I want to focus on celibacy, that Joseph took Mary into his home, and he respected the call from God for Mary to be a perpetual virgin. Obviously, she's the mother of God, of the Holy Spirit, a virgin mother, but that Joseph also recognized that she's so holy as the new tabernacle that she was not meant to be defiled, that she was meant to be perpetually virgin. And so St. Joseph lived a life of celibacy. Celibacy is the state of life called by God not to be married and not to engage in marital relationships. It's a particular call for priests and also for religious and those consecrated to God. Fulton Sheen, one of my favorite saints, he says, Celibacy is a gift. We did not offer it, we received it. It's something that we receive from God. And he says, My attitude towards celibacy would be seen always in direct relationship to my personal love for Christ. How you see celibacy or those who are unmarried or how you experience it is always in your relationship to your love for Jesus. Do you believe that Jesus can be enough? And if you don't, what kind of God do you believe in? What kind of intimacy do you believe that God can provide? Or do you feel like someone, a man, needs a woman? Is Jesus enough? And do you believe that God is so personal and so loving that he could be enough for those who have the gift of celibacy. Those who have been consecrated to God, that God can be enough for them. Sometimes people say, oh, Geziluch, you can't get married. And yet they don't understand the God that we believe in. A God who loves so intimately and so deeply. And Sheen said, celibacy is not the absence of passion, it is rather the intensity of passion. A passion for Jesus and his church. He also says, if a man gives up freedom for the woman he loves, to the husbands out there, to those who are engaged, reality check. The wife you have is the only woman you're ever going to love. And if you love another one, you're committing adultery in your heart and you need to confess to the Lord and you need to say, Lord, she's the only one in my life. The man gives up freedom for the woman that he loves. If a man can do that for one woman, why can't a man give up freedom for Christ? Freedom to have a woman, to be, to be married for the sake of the kingdom of God and for love of Jesus. Is the love of Jesus enough? That's really the question. One of the most common questions I get as a priest, 
Abuna, why can't priests get married? A common question, right? I always think that. I'm a young guy, you know, make some woman really happy, whatever, whatever, right? Why can't we get married? Theologically, a priest serves in the person of Christ, and Jesus was celibate. Jesus was not married. He was married to who? To the church, to you. He gave his life up for you. And a priest is meant to imitate that. St. Paul makes it very clear that to remain single or celibate is to allow your attention to be undivided in serving the Lord. He says in 1 Corinthians 7, and this is biblical, okay? So anyone that has a problem with that, go talk to the Bible. I should like you to be free of anxieties. An unmarried man or a celibate is thinking about the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. A married man is thinking about the things of the world and how he may please his wife. And look at what St. Paul says. And he is divided. I'm not saying it's wrong to be married, but St. Paul is saying that actually the celibate lifestyle is better because you're not divided You're not giving yourself to a woman. You're fully giving yourself to Jesus. The spirituality of a celibate, an unmarried, is to have an undivided heart, one who is living all for Jesus. And yet, let's go back to that question. Is the God that you believe in a personal God who can love so intimately and can be enough And if you have not yet experienced that, I would challenge you to start believing in a God who loves you and then to start praying and receiving the intimacy that God has for all of us. Also, St. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 7, Indeed, I wish everyone to be as I am. St. Paul says, I wish you all could, but each has a particular gift from God. St. Paul was celibate. He gave his whole life to preaching of the gospel. And he calls this a gift. And yet in today's culture, we look at it as a sad thing. Priests can't get married. Why can't they get married? We need a renewal of our mind. People say it's wrong to be celibate. It's wrong that priests can't get married. People say it's not natural. I would agree with you. It's not natural. It's supernatural. Jesus says in Matthew 22, At the resurrection, people will neither marry nor be given in marriage. They will be like the angels in heaven. Those living celibacy on earth are actually living heaven on earth. This this will be our state in heaven. Then people say, you know, priests should get married. If priests could get married, then all the problems in the church would be solved. The problems in the church or amongst priests, they don't come from celibacy. They come from the heart of man. Jesus, he always talks about sin as in relation to our hearts. That sin comes from the heart. And a heart that is divided between the Lord and the world. The flesh and the spirit. The gift of celibacy needs to be reclaimed. 
We don't need priests to be married. We need priests to be holy. Amen? Amen. All right, so pray for your priests. Here is the reason why the culture struggles with celibacy. Why the culture struggles to understand that priests can't get married. It is so unfathomable because we live in an overly sexualized culture with rampant pornography, infidelity, premarital, premarital sex. Today, St. Paul says, the days are evil. Wake up. He references the prophet and he says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead. Christ will give you light. What light brings is knowledge. Knowledge to recognize that celibacy is a beautiful gift from God and that Jesus can be and should be enough for those called to it in service of the Lord and for the people. I have two stories. Uh, first one happened at CLC this past weekend. At CLC, we had a healing night and it was really wonderful. And in the beginning of every night, all of the leaders, we start in prayer. We ask for the Spirit to move and, and just to move in the night. And one of the leaders at the end of the night shared a grace. And she said that during opening prayer, she felt like she literally ripped out her heart out of her chest and gave it to Jesus. I was like, wow, what an image. She, it's like that the Lord inspired her to take out her heart and say, Lord, here it is. And then a quick story. Before I was a seminarian, I was a leader at uh, dot .com, Mother of God Youth Group. And I remember talking to all the leaders. And I was like to the leaders, guys, I was really intense. Like sometimes I am, right? I was like, guys, I just want to give my whole heart to the teens and to God. I want to give everything. I just want to fully exhaust everything for the Lord and for the kids. And the leaders looked at me like I was crazy. Like, what's wrong with this guy? And yet I believe that those with the gift of celibacy are those who want to give it all fully to God in a passionate way. Like I said, Fulton Sheen said, it's not the absence of passion. It's the intensity of passion. It's more St. Paul says today to the Ephesians, be filled with the Holy Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and playing to the Lord, point to your heart, singing and playing to the Lord, point to your heart, in your hearts. Our hearts are meant to be offered to the Lord, holding nothing back. And St. Joseph, he held nothing back. He didn't let his fear get in the way of giving his whole heart to God. The angel said to Joseph, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. When you take Mary into your home, who are you also receiving? Jesus. The Jesus that is living inside of her womb. When Joseph brought Mary into his home, he brought Jesus into his home. Do not be afraid to take Mary into your home so that Jesus is in your home. Do not be afraid to give your whole heart to God. If you're called to celibacy as a priest, as a nun, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to be holy. I think so many people are afraid of that. 
If I'm holy, then I'm going to look different. I've preached it before about the fear of man. That we're afraid of men. We're afraid of their opinions of us. We're afraid that if we do this, that they're going to talk. Do not be afraid to be holy. To give your whole, whole heart to God. There's one week left in, before Christmas. A couple of weeks ago or three weeks ago, I said that on Christmas Day, you're going to die. On Christmas Day, you're going to see the coming of Jesus. What do you need to do to prepare for that? What do you need to do to prepare your heart for the coming of Him? And I want to encourage us, offer your sin to God. This week, go to confession. Go to confession this week. During the announcements, we're going to have all of the confession times for the week. Maybe you need to make up with a family member. You know, Christmas is all about family. It's great. It's such a beautiful time. And yet, maybe there's family that you don't talk to. Humble yourself and talk to them. Give them a call. It's not going to hurt. And then give the gift of your love and mercy, not just materials. Don't be thinking so much, oh, last-minute Christmas shopping. It's not about gifts and materials. It's about the gift of your heart to God and to the ones you love. Amen.